welcome back. This is the Northern Miner Podcast, brought to you this week by the Yukon Mining Alliance. Please do check out what's going on in the Yukon. It is exciting. I'm your host, Matthew Keeble, <laughs> sitting beside my co-host. Leslie Stokes. And thanks again for uh, coming along for the ride. Uh, this will be our episode for the week of, I want to say the 25th, 6th, 26th, September 26th. Mm. Uh, it only took me a second to get that this time. Uh, so... We're rolling along this week. Uh, there was some big news out of uh, the U.S. Federal Market Committee on interest rates that sort of drove gold up. Everybody yep. probably saw it. Yeah. Um, there was also uh, uh, a few uh, things about uh, Met Coal that we'll get into again. We talked about it last week. It actually hit a sort of a ceiling as well um, on some rumors that uh, uh, some Met Coal sh- uh, holders were looking to offload supply, so it might uh, taper off a little bit. Um, and we have some new stuff coming along. Um, I'll, I'm going to do a little bit of a, uh, a side sort of uh, a little episode or snippet on, on what we're going to be doing with the podcast because we're going to be uh, not necessarily changing a lot of things, but sort of reformatting. And, yeah. Because we had a lot of um, really positive feedback from listeners, which we thank you for, <laughs> on uh, the Joe Mazumder interviews, uh, Mickey Fulp, uh, and some requests for more of that sort of content. Um, so what we're looking to line up now is sort of some regular guest components that we can bring in maybe once a month. And the exciting part is Leslie's yes. getting her own segment of okay, the Geology Corner. <laughs> yes, the Geology Corner, we everybody. Are, we are going to have a reoccurring weekly segment. Can you imagine? Ge- yeah. And, uh, and so uh, this was uh, uh, the brainchild of a recent conference call. Um, and uh, what it's going to be is... Um, Leslie's going to dig into, well, some press releases, some drill holes, and some deposit types, and sort of help everyone along understanding the mining community, geology, press releases, and sort of, especially for people who are sort of newer to the business. And, yeah, and yeah. like, you know, some some sometimes like little red flags that you yep. can see in the geology that's not really spoken too much about, but yep. it's important in terms of the larger picture as and, well. So it, I'll touch on those things. Exactly. And so it's going to, we're not going to pigeonhole it too much. It's sort of a broad, yeah. a broad segment um, that'll touch on regional geology, uh, you know, trends, why people are drilling where they are, what the drill holes look like. Yeah. And also if somebody's, you know, if a press release looks a little bit wonky, we can maybe comment on it. Maybe, you know, yeah, like, send us yeah. a question. If you're if, confused, if you're yeah. like, what is this all about? Then, you know, get in touch with me. I'm on Twitter Certainly at Northern do, yeah. Geo or send me an email, lstokes at northernminer.com and I'll be happy to look into it for you. Yes, we are taking, uh, we will definitely take some uh, listener input on the geology corner. So if you do have a question about a, a drill hole, a project, uh, a region or anything like that, please do uh, send it along to Leslie and we'll try to work it in for sure. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to launch that this week, but we'll we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. For now, I just want to do want to touch um, on uh, commodities a little bit because there's been some movement. We saw, like, it's so funny, like, markets are so manic right now that it's like <laughs> it's like it's like there's like yeah. everyone's working waiting for this uh federal market meeting september 21st which was yesterday or two days ago uh but it was a two-day meeting so whatever anyway the minutiae you know like whatever it, it happened <laughs> um and so everyone was really waiting for this things were in a holding pattern and the fed came out and decided seven to three not to raise rates uh in september um and so but they but they said that oh there's definitely going to be one by the end of the year I can't believe I'm still talking about this. We're oh 30 episodes gosh. into the podcast, and this has not changed. Uh, but uh, so gold jumped again. Uh, we were down around, I believe, sub 1320 uh, through early September. After this happened, it went up 
almost hit 1350 um which is we've always talked about this is sort of the like roof like every time it gets towards 1350 it's just like mm. so today we're at 1341 an ounce 1341 uh silver hasn't changed 19 dollars, just under 20 uh 1996 copper's been doing well though Mm -hmm. uh 220 almost so we've seen a bump up in copper same in oil oils of about two bucks i think today to 4614 um so just for a little bit of uh insight on i have a funny one and we were talking about this before we went on air and i got this really funny um i wish it did funny it's actually really interesting because we were mentioning it and i was just kind of laughing because i was like that's so i never would have really thought about the connection but so I, I got an analyst know this from Scotiabank and they were they were talking about the U.S. economy because obviously that's really weighted towards whether they're going to raise interest rates what's going to happen with gold um and so I got this note and it was like oh FedEx and it was like I'm like why is this in a commodity note and it's like FedEx beat sends positive signal on U.S. economy so this is something I actually well I didn't know or had never really paid attention to is that um FedEx, like as in the shipping company, is like a really good bellwether for the U.S. economy. Crazy. Which is kind of nuts, right? Because you hear a lot of people talk about how, well, they've been adding jobs, but the real wage hasn't gone up. So it's kind of a sign that the economy is a bit tepid. But apparently, according to this, like analysts watch FedEx. So FedEx had a great quarter. And yes, we were talking about FedEx on a mining podcast. Um, overall, FedEx revenues were up 19%. And the big thing is that there's a surge in U.S. domestic shipping. So I guess everyone's shopping on Amazon or something. I don't know if Amazon... Yeah, Amazon has their own shipping service, but hmm. they sometimes use FedEx. I'm a, like, my girlfriend says I'm an Amazon addict. So <laughs> it, it never get on there. It's like, it's deadly. It's like ridiculous. It's, it's, it's significantly cheaper than shopping at like bricks and mortar stores. Like I'm always like, oh, I could buy that there. And then I go to Amazon and I'm like, what the Jeez, no wonder they're doing so well. Everything's cheaper. That'll yeah. get that'll incentivize anybody. Uh, so yeah, so apparently FedEx had a really good quarter. So that means the U.S. economy is potentially stronger than we anticipate. So there may very well be a well. They they, they say the interest rate is hike is coming. So it'll be interesting to watch gold as we move along here. Um, we've seen a bit of a yo-yo in equities. I think. Barrick and Gold Corp were up six to seven percent yesterday following the jump in gold, but they mm -hmm. also fell six to seven. So they've just been yo-yoing up and down. Let's launch this thing because I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This is gonna we're gonna I'm gonna put together like a, like a cut in like a drop as they as they say in radio for your geology. Corner. Oh yeah, I asked I asked Matt. I was like, can oh, we yeah. put in like sound of volcanoes exploding? Oh yeah, with like some heavy metal guitar in the back. Dang yeah, <laughs> of course you have yeah, to have yeah. the heavy metal guitar. <laughs> like some shredding. It's like the guys. Pun uh, totally intended. Trauma, people, like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, so volcanoes and heavy metal. Yeah, so we're gonna watch this Unites. right now. So this is our our uh, inaugural, uh, uh, the maiden voyage of the geology corner. Yeah. Um. So oh, Leslie God. has something for us this week. Uh, I think it's on West Africa. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit of West Africa. And so welcome to Leslie's geology corner. Yeah, I'm a little nervous right now. That's okay. Because uh, he, he kind of put this on me like just before we were coming to the studio. He's like, Leslie, you're going to have a geology rock corner. What yeah. can you talk about today? I'm like, uh, West Africa? <laughs> yes. I mean. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I suppose. No, and the reason why is because I was chatting with an Endeavor Mining just the other day and I was catching up with the folks on the phone. They were all up in London with their new office because um, they've shut down the office here in Vancouver yeah. and they've just been shuffling around. A lot of changes since La Mancha kind There's of took that 30% stake last year that's right and yeah. but they're still listed on the on the toronto exchange right? yes they are they are yeah 
So I was chatting with them about um, their new discovery that they made at the Itty gold mine in Cote d'Ivoire, West mm. Africa. And it was really cool because um, their big statement was is that they've been going through a laundry list of to-dos mm -hmm. ever since La Mancha came in, 30, taking that 30% stake. And it seems like their last to-do to scratch off the list is to ramp up exploration at each of their mine sites in West Africa, because they're West African focused, with the intention to expand mine lives to um, plus 10 years. So yeah. they came out with this new results from the Itty discovery, which is called, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. That's okay. But that's I'm going to okay. try because it, it sounds really fun. Bakatool? Bakatool. Maybe? That's, that sounds good to me. Cool. Yeah. So the um, Itty mine is a producing mine. It came from La Mancha during the acquisition. Mm -hmm. And so they started ramping up exploration around the skirts of it. And they found the Bakatua. And they've been drilling it off quite a lot um, over the past year. And they just released it as the announcement. So they were hitting like 9.7 meters of 27 grams gold in these intercepts. Um, and the mineralized zone runs for 800 meters in strike length and 200 meters width now the cool thing is about the bakatuo yep and itty in general is that it happens to be the only i think paleoproterozoic scarn deposit in the berimidium i can't pronounce that word the in the greenstone belt the, of west africa okay, okay okay right and, and so there there's not typically scar formations in in greenstone belts because is this like an iron formation greenstone similar to what you see in none of it or is it like a little different than than the stuff in canada yeah this is like yeah it's kind of similar to the stuff in canada i suppose because you basically have just all these volcanic chains that were smashed together and then you had it was like injected with like magma so you have these big batholiths and then that was all just amalgamated onto this craton and and then yeah. all the gold kind of bubbled up from below and came up through the cracks sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting because, yeah, Itty and the Bakatuo is the only gold-bearing scarn deposit in West Africa. There are iron scarns yeah. elsewhere, but never anything gold-bearing. So I thought that was really interesting. That stood out to me because I'm like, oh, I wonder how many other scarn deposits are there, um, paleoproterozoic scarn deposits, in the... Um, in West Africa. Well, yeah, so. that you just you don't really associate with West Africa all that much, right? You, yeah, you, you just think of orogenic gold, gold deposits, yeah. shear hosted. Yeah. That's, they also have shear hosted stuff there too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so that's kind of what they're targeting. And they picked up this huge package of land the same time that they announced mm -hmm. their um, discovery. And it's like an 80 kilometer like land package where they're just going to be starting to like slam drill holes into this thing. To no, find, it, make new discoveries. Is it all undercover? Is there outcrop for the scarn, or is it? It's all. Think? It's all pretty much like at surface. Mm -hmm. But the really weird thing is about Itty and the Bakatuo is it's cool. Um, so it's been eroding away forever. Okay. So it's been weathering. So it's all this like oxide deposit, and as because it's all carbonate rocks, like with at the contact of these intrusives. All the weathering of the pyrite created acid, which basically eroded away all the carbonate. So it created all these voids that we call karsts. And so the mineralized zones, which were vertically kind of like steeply dipping oriented, okay. you know, contact zones, yep. collapsed into these big holes that oh, created cool. over time. Yeah, yeah. So the geometry changed to the deposit. So that's why you have, you know, where it is that they're mining at Itty, you have these 
really complex shapes and all the ores concentrated in one zone, but then you have Bakatua, which is this combination of you have those dipping layers of mineralization with this completely reworked surface deposits, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's kind of, I can't imagine logging that bloody thing. <laughs> you know? I'd be like, oh God, which way is this oriented now? Like, what does this mean? So yeah, definitely a difference between um, the oxide portion of any deposit versus uh, the the primary part of the deposit. Now, now remind me, um, the orogenic stuff tends to be sort of veiny, right? Yeah. Um, so when the Skarn stuff, would it be when they're drilling it, like are the intercepts for the gold wide or are they more like veins or are they, is it more disseminated? Like yeah, I think Skarn? it's more disseminated. It's okay. not like distinct veins. Yeah. It's like replacement zones. Okay. Okay. Um, and also like stock works and mm -hmm. you name it and stuff. Cause I mean, there's so much off gassing off of that. Yeah. Off that intrusive and it reacts so amazing with this carbonate It's like this perfect like combination now do they think the, do these uh scarn would it be called would it be classified like a scarn hosted gold thing do they have size typically like are they excited about the size like you said they well yeah i mean you look at itty right do they, yeah. they, they, they they expanded to kind of hopefully encompass what they think might be a system Is yeah. It, yeah yeah i mean like itty is one of the longest um lived mines there mm -hmm. and in cote d'ivoire mm -hmm. and it's produced about a couple million ounces but I mean, everything outside of it has been completely unexplored. Bakatuo, I mean, you look at Bakatuo, it's like seriously, you could throw stone from the pit onto that bloody thing and no one had found it before. Mm -hmm. They knew that there was something there, but I mean, it just goes to show about the potential of these deposits in West Africa because there hasn't been a lot of exploration even just outside these operating pits. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. cool to see Endeavor going and say, we're going to invest so much money into this right now, not just replacing what it is that we're mining. We're going to be thinking big and bigger. And I have no doubt that they're going to get there, I reckon. Sounds like they need a geology PhD student over there ASAP to... Uh... They probably got heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, start looking at that from a bigger picture angle for yeah, sure. It's yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. So I, I expect good things to come out of their exploration programs for sure. And they're actually going to be releasing an exploration strategic review that's coming out in November this year. So keep your eye open for that. They're going to start ranking their projects and coming up with a bit of a timeline and on what to expect. But yeah. That is awesome. So that, 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 see how well that, that, you see how well that went? I don't know. I think I bored everybody. No, no. We have interest. We have large scale interest. Trust me. I suppose. We do, I, wake up. Wake the, up, everyone. Hey, wake up. Hey, hey, we're back. Hey. Matt's back. Yeah, He's going to talk. We're, 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 <laughs> <laughs> don't worry the reason i asked you actually about uh iron formation stones is i was just oh, on yeah, the phone with uh guy goslin who is the vpx guy. at cool, agnico right? yeah yeah no i had a really good chat with him um yeah. hello and guy, uh yeah if he's listening. <laughs> i know i know we do have a lot of really faithful listeners who work for agnico so oh, hello cool. to agnico eagle we yeah, love you guys um but amaruk is growing at such a ridiculous pace it's that insane. i had to phone them and i was like because like when you talk to him, obviously you're two geologists talking to him. I'm like, uh, can you explain to me why this thing's growing so fast? Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I was like, just in like layman's terms. And he's like, yeah, he's like, it's, it's, you know, it's typical or, uh, Greenstone understand it really well. Cause they've spent so much. Like yeah. I, I, one of the things I don't think people really appreciate is that Ignico has been up there for almost 10 years and they've spent so much time on structural work and, and mapping. And so they're, they're, they're they, they like, they get it like they they know what's going on up there and and i know a lot of analysts who are like by the end of the year that's going to be amaruk will be a five million ounce deposit Sick. when they because this is yes. not coming from nico by the way so don't yeah, yeah. nico did not say this yeah. but I, this is from analyst reports who on their models 
um, are are uh, are assuming that deposit will be five million. Uh, no, no, it's all inferred right now. It is all inferred, but the, but during the resource update on uh, at the end of the year, they're going to do a year end, which will probably not be till February. Um, but uh, they're going to have another thirty thousand meters in there on top of the I think it's seventy thousand they already drilled, and that they'll have some of whale tail into indicated by then, okay. which is the main deposit that yes, they have. Yes, that's where they started. Um, and the one little thing I just wanted to touch on, because uh, I, I did have an interesting talk with them on Iron Information Greenstones and how good, how well geophysics and electromag work. Oh and how my they can God, just out, right? Because you know, the iron just like, yeah, it's like everywhere. Right? It's um, beaming. And so they can follow side. the folds and the structures really, like they've, yeah. they've got it all worked out really well to like a science. So, But uh, the other thing I want to talk about when we were on Amaruk, is one of the things that came out, I think it was in July, was that the None of It Impact Review Board decided that Amaruk had to be permitted as a separate project. They were trying to do a permit amendment with Meadowbank. Um. Um, but what happened was that the NIRB, or NERB, um, decided that it, it, it's going to be um, permitted as a separate project. And what, uh, I also had a chance to talk with Dale Coffin, who is uh, corporate, oh, direct- too. Yeah, corporate director of communication and public yeah. affairs at Ignico. Um, and he said uh, they sort of anticipated that. They've already got the environmental paperwork sorted out, and they still anticipate being in production at Amaruk by 2019. So, of course. Not like, because everybody, everybody talks about the Sabina thing and the Back River, which they're actually, this is, uh, that's actually going through some interesting re-reviews as well. So we'll, we'll touch base on Sabina again. There's some interesting news on there. But I didn't want to just, because we were talking about Greenstones, it's interesting to yeah. bring the none of it into it, because we also talked about Committee Bay and Orin Resources that right. they're looking for large-scale deposits. So it's interesting to, that... Um, yeah, those greenstones. And my, I know some people working down in British Guyana in South America. And there's same big, thing. Same thing. Yeah, running through. Um, you got to know your game and, when you're in those belts. Yeah, yeah. Like you, <laughs> some people work their whole careers on. Like, oh, yeah. Just, just yeah. on like greenstones. So it's it's interesting. But um, it's not like porphyries where you've got like you just drop some holes and mm-hmm. it doesn't really change that much from hole to hole. Yeah. In these deposits, it, it can change within 25 meters, you know. And so I wanted to, because I brought up Colorado and I didn't talk about it. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah. I wanted to talk about it a little bit. This is uh, an interesting segment. I, they put out this really big press release and it, and it had an interesting headline where it was, uh, Colorado continues to cut high grade at Inel, which is the project that they've been um, exploring this summer. One of the projects they've been exploring this summer, because I think they have two or three. Um, In Northwest BC. Yeah, the yeah. KSP, the Inel, and, and uh, they still have North Rock and, and a few others. Um, but, uh, so I was, I was sort of taken aback because I was like, well, I, you know, like I kind of read the headline and I, uh, I'd been working on other things and I went and looked at their stock and I was like, well, <laughs> it's, it's getting kind of punished. And I'm like, oh, I better go read this, this press release they put out. So Leslie and I always sat down and sort of looked at it more closely. And, and the issue I guess is that, um, well, they didn't really hit any, any bang like holes this, this summer, I guess for, for the meters that they were drilling at Inel. Um, but but it sort of leads into some of the the um, sort of works into what we were talking about when we talked about uh, when we discussed um, the state of the venture and how things are, have gone up that much like, mm. f- like some companies up four hundred percent over the last three or four months and, and the question is that you know what they did there was not bad they're exploring a relatively greenfield property they an and they're mapping and doing package. things like they're doing things obviously where. Yeah. If you read the full press release, they're doing their due diligence and identifying targets and working towards making a discovery. But if you don't find something and your valuation is where it is, then there is a lot of downside. Yeah, that's and, true. And and so it's just when you're looking at, at juniors and uh, and 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 stuff is as well. People are excited, right? Like if you even you go talk to 
um, the investment communities of people are looking for good mining projects. And I think there's some generalist investment coming back to, to, to looking towards the commodity industry. And, and it's funny because, man, some of that stuff has just the, the uh, gains, like we said, we've seen over the last few months have just been, just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's not even that a company's going to do something like they didn't do anything necessarily wrong or anything like that. They just didn't hit like a smoke sh- smoke hole. Yeah. During a, I forget how many Which meters. Which is totally they, okay. Yeah, I forget how many meters they did. It was it wasn't like a ten. I think it was below ten thousand. So it wasn't a massive program that I know. Yeah. I mean, it was it was 5, it was, it was a respect five thousand. So it was yeah. it's, which for a company with that market cap is is a good program, and uh, but but just the fact that and may, maybe the press release was a bit of an over compensation in that regard but um it's just something to note that that um when when people are out looking at all these companies and it, it doesn't really speak to the quality of management or the company or the project it's just when you're investing just be cognizant that that downside can be i think they traded seven million shares today and yeah. dropped I, I don't know where they closed i'd have to check but uh they were right around 27 cents when i checked so it's, it's just interesting to see that it's just the, you know, sort of a cautionary tale for maybe new people getting into the business or looking at the business or who are unfamiliar with natural resource stocks that 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 that, that the, the fact that, that that can happen in a day. So Yeah. Yeah, and, and not not because they you know, like we've seen companies get their permits taken away or it, like it wasn't anything s- severe at all. Like cuz I saw the stock movement and I was like holy smokes they like what happened? Did the and glaciers then, come back yeah, or something? I was like, yeah, like, did the glaciers reform up there? You have to check in with all the Golden Triangle guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, I no, think... so it's just something I wanted to see because some people might have noticed the volume because yeah. it, it was absolutely uh, uh, pretty crazy because like, it, it, it popped up right on my screen and I was like, that's kind of weird because I noticed the press release and I was like, oh, that's pretty, you know, par for the course really. And so, and then I, like, I was like trying to figure out why... Uh, why it was it was such a reaction and it's just a a question also i mean it, they actually closed at 26 and a half uh so they were down 13 cents today on almost 8 million share volumes so that's a lot of that's that's some stock um and so it's interesting just to see you know and and a lot of people i mean i've seen a lot of uh newsletter writers analysts who actually really like the play and you like i know like you you really like I no i don't i don't necessarily s- like i know i like um, I know it's cool because it, it does have a really large geochemical gold anomaly mm-hmm. in soils, but it's not really soil. It's like talus scree. So it's going to bump up num- numbers naturally anyway. Yeah. So, but it's not, it's not just that the land package is really attractive. Mm-hmm. What he, what, what that company has, um, is quite significant, yeah. I feel, especially up there. And that's probably what Brent really likes too. Like mm-hmm. the, the, there is potential for that area to host a very large deposit when you look at the alteration footprint and yeah. you look at the occurrences there, et cetera, et cetera. The question is, what are they going to do with it, right? Well, yeah, and the question is, do they where buy- are they going to direct their attention? How much attention are they going to give something? Yeah. Are they going to get scope creep, right? And jumping from one prospect to another prospect. That's what happens when you have large land packages, right? Yeah, yeah. You try to please not just the market, but the shareholders and you mm-hmm. try to please everybody and you can get lost in that. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what um, Colorado's next step will be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, how they and, manage and this. One of the things Leslie sort of has a bit of an issue with is, is land packages getting too large. Too big, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing. Like if you want to have an area play, you have to have area players. This morning, um, people might've caught uh, Solidus Gold 
um, which is a Rick Van Newhouse uh, vehicle. Um, people know Rick from uh, Nova Gold and uh, Nova Copper um, and uh, the Donlin deal. Um, but they just re- they bought uh, the North Umberland Gold Project from uh, Newmont for $20 million uh, this week. And they had a conference call this morning, so it was interesting to just hop on there. I actually, Mickey was on the call with me, so. Was he? <laughs> hey, Mickey. Yeah, so we Not were just cool. on there just hearing about the uh, the property and their plans and stuff. So it's interesting. So, I mean, they're, they're branding it as the start of a mid-tier gold producer. I mean, the one thing I will say about this is they are issuing a lot of stock right off the hop. I think they're doing like a $40 million private placement at like 30 cents. So, or 35 cents, sorry. So that's 114 million share financing right out of the gate. Um, so they need 20 million of that to pay for Northumberland from Newmont and mm. then the rest they'll be using to advance the project. So that's solidus gold. Um, it used, it was the vehicle, I believe it used to be called mantra capital. So it's just the new vehicle that, uh, Rick Van Newhouse and his team are using to quote unquote, start a mid tier gold producer. So it's interesting to see, uh, see that. So we might dig into those a little bit more. Some of the startups, I'll have actually a full article on solidus coming up just because I, I've been following Nevada recently. And one of the, um, interesting points they made on their conference call was how hard it is becoming to find quality projects in Nevada for juniors. Because Newmont, Barrick, the majors control such huge land positions in Nevada now. Right. That it's getting very difficult for juniors to find. Area players. Yeah, exactly. Find um, like yeah. quality assets for themselves, right? So cool. uh, thank you again to our sponsor, the Yukon Mining Alliance, who I didn't mention off the hop. Um, I briefly just wanted to, uh, to point out my Victoria Gold site visit came out this week yes um so it is on the on the front page so if you want to read up on uh my conversation with john mcconnell mark rantu and the management at victoria um you can check that out uh they did recently released the feasibility study um looks quite good up there still um and now as i always ask john i'm like where's the where's the financing john so they have they they recently did a a couple 20 plus million dollar financing so they need to raise the other through just just shy of 400 million so it'll be interesting to watch they've talked about streams they've talked about you know a 200 million debt capacity at the project so i and i was i was laughing with our editor john because i'm like uh you know this is not an exclusive situation to Victoria, obviously, but, but we've had, uh, they've been kind enough to host us, uh, pretty much annually for, for a number of years, um, myself and other writers. Um, but we were laughing cause we were trying to come up with a headline for, for the Victoria gold site visit. And I was like, man, we've used them all. I think. <laughs> and so we're like, we were laughing cause I'm like, gosh, what are we going to, what are we going to say about it? And I'm like, well, maybe they're back. Like, I don't know. we didn't go with that, but, like, <laughs> but it's funny because a lot of uh, a lot of projects that, you know, f- I've been here for almost five years. And so you've been through a cycle writing for the paper and, and everything. And it's funny because like the companies that have been through the cycle as well, you get to see like it's almost like coming around around the bend. So it's funny just to see that, you know, I, if you look at my first Victoria article, I think four or five years ago, and the one now, just to see like how I, my opinion of the project changed, or like it's pretty funny. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I wanted to mention that, and, and that's uh, uh, please do take a, ch- uh, a glander, gander, gander, goose in the gander, uh, <laughs> over at Yukon uh, Mining Alliance. Check out uh, their great uh, stable of awesome companies. Um, uh, I, I also have the, I believe the attack visit is coming up soon. They had another really cool 
intercept at their Orion target that I, I recommend everyone check out because that looks like it might be uh, emerging as something important at the Rackla project. Um, but yeah, so let's wrap it up. Um, I'd like to thank you again for joining us. This has been the Northern Miner Podcast. I'm Matthew Keeble with Leslie Stokes. And we'll talk to you next week. Ciao.